1: Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock.
2: All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host Brian Bowersock and happy to be back in the studio live. I know we had a couple recorded shows. Sorry guys, I took a vacation. Um, but uh, we are back live. So if you have any automotive related questions, 888 344 1170 That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related, Me and Kevin are happy to talk to you about. I'm actually kind of excited about today's show. And I wrote this show because of the email from Steve, who's an avid listener. Uh, He sent me a video and I was like, you know what? I'm talking about EVs. So today we're talking about EVs and items you should know before purchasing an EV and costs of owning an EV and that. Some, Some hidden things that you may not know that are important. So um, I wrote a whole show on this because, number one, EVs are, are pretty much a hot topic these days, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody's talking about them. You know, everybody's saying this is what we're going to go to. I, I, If I could make a prediction on this, my prediction would be we're going to peak this and drop it out. This this is not the, the answer to the world. It, there will be a percentage of cars that are EVs, but I, I, don't, I, I, I don't think... Um, one of the things we were talking about is you know 2035 uh um the governor signed in here in the state of california that there will be no more um de- uh anything but electric vehicles sold in the state new as far as new not used not any of that and it's not that they can't be on the road it's just there will be nothing sold after 2035 uh that is not fully electric right well, that's the new law I- which is but but I'm just saying that's what the law is, right? I, so that's I all. Yeah. yeah. I, I just think so, it's
3: weird because now you're cutting out hydrogen, you're cutting out all well, these other alternatives.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it, I I would have to go back and read it. Maybe it's alternative fuel. It can't be gasoline or diesel. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Right. I, I don't know. So I'm okay. not saying that cut, everything. I'm cut, sure there's. Stuff I haven't in there. read the whole law, so I I don't want to act like that. It's on but from. But what they're eliminating, let's just put it this way, is gas and diesel vehicles is what they're trying to eliminate as of 2035, okay? And we can all agree on that because that's what the thing states. As far as selling new ones. That doesn't eliminate them from being on a road. Doesn't eliminate them from registering your vehicle. I think in twenty thirty four, there's going to be extremely high sale of gas and diesel vehicles here in the state of California. Everybody that wants one's going to get one before this happens. If that law is still in effect when we get to twenty thirty four,
3: you know, it makes you wonder though how they came up with this law because who 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 decided this. And, and the reason I asked the that governor and state yeah, assembly and all of yeah, them, uh, he, he might be a smart guy, but it, you got to remember
2: when it comes to certain things like I'm this, gonna is leave a, this that is, one. I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah, but, but this, go is, ahead.
3: this isn't an environmental scientist kind of deal. You know what I'm saying? When you decide, hey, we're just going to go to all the electric because there's a lot of things happening there. We got to get rid of the fossil fuels. We got it. So you,
2: you actually think they're following the science. I don't think they are. Oh exactly. Okay, there you go. Well, I'm just <laughs> saying Probably not. This is a this is another smart person's job to make a decision like well, this. Well, there's two things. So it, mm-hmm. it that in in I think we talked about this w- once before when it comes to electric vehicles and the carbon footprint from cradle to grave producing an electric vehicle versus a gas or diesel vehicle. Electric vehicle creates a larger carbon footprint for digging the raw materials and all that that it requires to produce in that vehicle and, and maintain it through then a gas or diesel vehicle when it's all said and done, yes. because the, remember you got to dig all the, the special metals out you got. So electric vehicle actually has a larger carbon footprint from cradle to grave than a gas or diesel vehicle. So how is that environmentally friendly? Well, besides
3: that, is there all the, is all the new JBC equipment, and I'm not saying electric vehicles
2: electric? aren't cool. Heck yeah, you know, have that, one if you want. They work great for some things. Right now you don't have to go to the gas station. I get it, okay. But uh um yeah. It's 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 are you, my question is don't use I'm buying an electric vehicle because you're saving the environment, because you're not. If you're gonna save the environment, you better get on your bicycle i'm just saying and not one of those electric bikes huh yeah because that's there you go you just started <laughs> it all again
3: <laughs> <laughs> or your skateboard or you know of course aren't the cows in trouble right now too why are the cows in trouble creating too much methane gas. oh yeah
2: well they they
3: so technically if
2: you're on cows your skateboard, cows have been fluffing for years exactly bell, you know, <laughs> if you're on your skateboard
3: and you just had taco bell
2: you know if you're on your skateboard and you just had taco bell all right. Well, we're going down a path we don't need to with that. but I'm just saying. I, I, we are talking about, you know, and the whole idea with going electric is for the environment, right? Yes. It's a whole green thing, right? Yes. It's not that green.
3: No. That, well,
2: <laughs> it's, well, It's not any greener than gas or diesel. That's the <laughs> and point. And there is all that, but then there's also the... How is the electric grid going to handle this? Well, that's a whole other story. Well, that's why I said we went down down that road once already. Who made this decision? Who came up with this crazy stuff? Without
3: fixing the electrical grid first before we can hook everything onto the electrical grid. See, this is where I'm like, somebody made a decision without thinking through it thoroughly, is what I feel. And I feel like there's going to be a
2: whole lot of. I just think they don't think. Anyway, all right, folks, anything EV-related or anything else, you can give us a call on 888 344 1170 We want to hear from you guys, especially on this, without question. But uh, so here we go. Um, a couple great topics that I'm just going to throw out there on the, uh, that have to do with this. In 2012, there were only eight options if you wanted to purchase an EV. Most had only a 75-mile range. That was in 2012, so tw- 10 years ago, right? Okay. So 2022, there were over 100 options to purchase an electric vehicle. Okay. So of the eight in 1212 12, one was Tesla. The other seven were something else. from From the Chevy, the Chevy had a electric car in 2012. Uh, was Was it the Bolt or the Volt? It was the Volt, right? Well, no, The no, no, new no, no. one's the Bolt. It was the Volt.
3: The Bolt is fully electric. The Volt is is was half a hybrid. Yes. But they had an ele- well... And the, the Volt is almost electric. They say you don't even use the gas tank really I know. in it.
2: But which which vehicle was... Uh, they had a full electric vehicle then. What was the vehicle that uh, back in the day, our good buddy Dave... Uh,
3: oh, that would be the Saturn EV1. They were the, the first
2: ones to build develop a uh, The Saturn car. EV1? Yeah. No, no, before that, that one funky car that was skinnier in the back. and Yeah, that was the EV1. Was it called an yep. EV one? That the one that Dave had, yep, yep yeah, for yep. a while. That was that the he, first it wasn't one. <laughs> his. He was just driving it around. That was the first one General Motors put out. That's right. That thing there barely made it seventy-five miles, and and I killed his battery in thirty miles. He was very upset. It's, Remember, yes, he, that's when he worked for us. <laughs>
3: that, <laughs> yeah. that was General Motors. As a matter of fact, they wouldn't sell the car; they only leased it
2: because that's they didn't right. want their technology out. But he didn't lease it. He he got it from a. D, he was he was writing about it, yeah, so yeah. He was driving it. Yeah, anyway. So anyway. He's all, now i got to plug the car in and wait three hours before I can go home. <laughs> then,
3: that was back when it was just a regular extension cord a yeah, 120. Too. Yeah,
2: that thing was quite sporty, too. Anyway, so in 2012, there are, were over 100 options. I mean, 2022, there's over 100 options. 2012, there's only like eight. Now, most of them have over a 250-mile range per charge. That's where we're at. Well,
3: I, I was going to say, I started hearing that 300-mile range. No, but I,
2: I'm just saying 250-mile okay. range or up, okay. at, you know, so in that area, 300, 350, something. So I don't think anybody's over 400 miles. So so let's just call it 250 to 350. Um, I do know the research that I did is most of them are 250 or, or slightly above that, okay? If you have an EV this year and you drove over 50,000 miles a year— that's a lot of mileage.
3: 50,000 miles in a year?
2: Yeah. yeah. If you have an EV this year and you drove over 50,000 miles, you save about $5,200 in fuel. So let's let's backwards engineer this real quick because most people don't drive 50,000 miles. So if you drive 25,000, which is a lot. Yeah. Most people drive um fifteen like, to 20,000 miles a year. I was going to
3: say, I thought it was 15,000.
2: So let's just split into, let's call it a 50 50. Um, you'd save $2,600 in fuel for the year, right? Okay. And if you drove less than that, obviously it goes down there. So between two and $2,600 $2, in fuel that you had to put in going to the gas station. That doesn't mean that's your total savings. That just means in fuel, you would save that much money on average in the past year, right? Okay. All right. So. Now, yeah, but can I, for the can, items that cost you money, we're going to get into here shortly. Well,
3: I was going to ask anyways. If they're saying you're going to save fifty two hundred dollars a year in gas, are, are they are they taking into consideration the amount of electricity that you use when they
2: make a question like that or answer like that? No, no, no. This is just you're saving that much in fuel. Not, not going to the gas station. We're going to get to the rest of it. The cost.
3: Okay. So, but they're not even they're not even saying they're not dividing the electricity out of that amount. Then not. Not, just, not in this statement that I read. No. So basically, it's like if if I didn't use my car for a year, I saved fifty two hundred dollars. Is what you're saying?
2: Well, if, if you I, didn't use your gas car. Yeah.
3: If I just left it in the driveway
2: <laughs> i'm still gonna save fifty
3: two hundred dollars right exactly so there's still the amount of electricity that
2: i'm gonna have to spend that they're not mentioning yet yeah but we're gonna get to that because electricity if you're charging at home and you have a high power charger is cheaper i know that than but the I'm, gas it's but just I mean,
3: the way they write things that's what wh- i that's when a, they
2: say things like that but that's what is exactly i was trying to tell you that that in 50 so you save twenty six hundred dollars an actual fuel cost going to the gas station just okay. leave it at that okay because okay. you're not doing that okay so that you take that cost out okay so remember that number okay twenty six hundred dollars a year and uh we can go from there as far as that goes um but we're going to run through several other things that have to do with evs i i just you know and actually i'm really excited about this show because of all the hype i i just find it very interesting you know in in the research and things like that that we're doing on this stuff so um it's very interesting and and everybody gets rid of it and I get it man I you know there's a lot of things with these with the EVs that are cool a ton of my neighbors have have uh not a ton but a, a portion of my neighbors have have Teslas for sure you know and they like and some of the Teslas are trick looking man they really are well I, I especially mean, the ones that are all blacked out or they're all white with you know i mean they they really have some cool looking packages you can get when you buy those cars I for like sure. some of the features on them
3: Correct. I mean, if you're standing at the front door, I mean, honestly, it doesn't rain around here a lot, but you can call the car to you.
2: Yeah, a guy at the gym did that. I watched it do it. I I
3: heard it doesn't move very fast, but...
2: It moves extremely. Well, of course not. There's nobody in a car. That'd be a terrible idea (laughs) for it to drive really fast. But
3: my thing is, if it's pouring down rain...
2: You, you could call your you car break, to the front door. You could call your car to the front door, and it does do it, and it knows how to get there. It didn't run over anybody. I watched it.
3: Well, I had a friend that I got, got a Tesla, and he saw. I said, hey, have you ever tried to call the car? He goes, I did that once, dude, and I was standing there kicking rocks, and he waiting on it to get there, and he goes, okay, I'm done
2: with this. <laughs> well, yeah, the, I guess the only great option to that would be if it's pouring down rain, right? Exactly. You're just like, De- okay, I'll just wait for it. Well, he car.
3: goes, but when you first get the car, you want to play with it, you know?
2: Of course you do. <laughs> it's like anything, you know? So all good. All good. So. All right, folks, uh, we're going to take our first break here real quick. one 344 1170 Bodie, hang tight. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the answer. San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM in North County. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: Here's more auto talk education and empowerment on the way here on auto talk radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio, Brian Bowersock, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 1170. Now here's more auto talk with Brian Bowersock.
2: Hi, folks, welcome back to auto talk radio and, uh, Our EV show, for sure. Hey, I do want to remind folks, uh, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified. Taking care of folks up there this August will be 30 years. Wow, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved. Uh, taking care of folks out there in East County for uh, nine years now. And, uh, yeah, is, yeah, nine years now coming up. Uh And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and small certified in Central San Diego over there right off of on Balboa Avenue. We've been taking care of folks over there for uh, five years now. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, triple approved and uh, star certified for small taking care of folks over there for over three years now. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself and employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio uh, for one simple reason, we all believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Stop in to have your vehicle service repaired and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. And the West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. Ask one of my service managers or your service consultant when you're in. They can get you one of these cards and you can use it over and over again. Great card to have. Six months no interest. Takes some of the sting out of uh, service and repair on your vehicle. You can also take advantage of our CertiCare Transmission Diagnosis. Somebody told you you have a transmission problem. You should get in and see our experts. Then again, if you're having any kind of diagnosis issue, um, my master technicians are the best in the county at diagnosing uh, these uh, problems. Get your vehicle in and get a proper diagnosis. As we always state, me and Kevin, best money ever spent in any repair is on a diagnosis by a qualified technician at a quality facility. Saves you money in the long run without question. Good stuff. Um, we also offer low cost rental vehicles and, and, uh, shuttle rides to and from all four locations at no charge to you jump on west group.com and you can go on fate join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, get all kinds of tweets. You can also check out my auto man segments. where on the auto man on uh, Fox five news on Wednesday mornings and the CW on Friday mornings and Friday evenings. Uh, or you can go to auto talk radio where you can see all our podcasts and hear about auto talk radio. Um, some great stuff from the, uh, from the auto man. You can also click on, uh, uh, goes right to our YouTube channel and you can see all the auto man segments as they're posted from there on the YouTube channel. So all good. Uh, you can email me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com or just jump on uh, westautomotivegroup.com west automotive make appointments, look around, see what we're about, send us a message or make an appointment or whatever works for you. We're here to help you with all your vehicle needs. All right. Great stuff. Podcasts are also available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com. Tune in. All you got to do is pop in uh, answer 1170 San Diego and it'll pull it right up from there. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Let's see what uh, Bodie has to say. Good morning, Bodie. Good morning, gentlemen. What's happening, my friend?
4: Uh, just staying out of trouble.
2: <laughs> That's a lie, Bodie, but go ahead. You can tell yourself whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> All
4: right. So, uh, I've got, I've got two vehicles. So, you know, I, I drive them intermittently. So yesterday, my, uh, 1997 Bekara 2.2 CL automatic transmission, four cylinders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very up, very up with the maintenance, uh, I detail for a shop in La Mesa and they take care of my maintenance and I, you know, I make sure things get adjusted and taken care of. So yesterday it was pretty hot out. Uh, I went to start my Acura and all I got was this. The, 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 the started, the starter was replaced a couple of months ago. So it's, it's spinning good. And it, 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 it wouldn't, it, the ignition, I don't think the ignition would catch. So I just drove my CRV And then this morning, I went to get something out of my car. The uh, Acura started right up.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, So so it it sounds like to me the starter drive Bendix is possibly having an intermittent issue. Oh! And even though the starter was replaced, um, it didn't. What happens is the drive Bendix didn't kick the gear all the way out to engage the flywheel teeth. So it's hitting on them. Which is not good. You don't want that happening much, but it's not engaging, right. and it makes that awful sound that you're talking about. So, oh, which is highly possible. What What do you think, Kevin? Metal grinding a metal. Yeah, yeah. It's not a good sound. Sa- it, it's not a good. Well, yeah, it's not a good sound. Anyway, um, it, yeah. So it could have just been a one off thing. I doubt it. It's probably going to happen again. So I would, uh, um, if that's what it's actually going. I mean. It's hard for me to know without how, hearing how old's it. How the starter? He I don't said, know. Two he, or three months old? Well, you yeah. can get it warrantied then. Yeah, I would probably get the starter warrantied. I seriously would. If something's going wrong with the Bendix. Did you put it on yourself, Bodie, or you had somebody else do it for you? No, it was done in the shop. Okay. So I would I call them, let them know what you experienced. And uh, yeah, you know, I mean, they should be able to warranty the starter out for you. Oh, of course. Yep, so that I, that's what I would think uh, is going on there from the sound that you're stating I, and what happened. I
4: think I think you're 100% right. Yeah. As, as, as I'm listening to you, two things. One is my mechanical brain is engaging and also my intuition going like, how the heck, how the heck you do that where i seeing the car?
2: <laughs> well, just I've heard the sound enough times yeah. and the model of car, yeah, I know that does happen sometimes, so uh with that. Yeah. So so yeah. No. Yeah, I would but, definitely get it back to them, give them a call, let them know. And you know what, if it was us and you called me and told me uh, you had that problem, um I'd say let's get you in and we'll just warranty the starter cuz I don't want it damaging the flywheel on on the vehicle.
3: Well, that one, that one especially because the fl- ring gear is on the torque converter.
2: Yeah, the ring gear on that vehicle is on. The, is it an automatic or manual? Automatic. Yeah, the ring gear is on the torque converter. So you damage the ring gear on that thing. you got to replace the torque converter of the trans. So that's why uh, um, it's better to get it caught now. which just done at once, oh. there won't be any damage, and you'll be be able to get it replaced, should be. Wonderful. All right, gentlemen, stay safe. Hey, always a, p- a pleasure to talk to you, Bodie. You have a wonderful, safe weekend, my friend. Same with y'all. All right, brother. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Great question for sure, huh? Yeah. I believe it's a startup index. That's my theory on that one that I'm going to go with.
3: Well, especially sure. on older, I mean, older cars like that. Them car, Them. car. I mean, even a new car after it's hard to find a brand new starter exactly they're all remanufactured so they're a couple of them are gonna have a little because it doesn't it, it when they remanufacture something it's not real time when they test them That's it's correct. not like it's actually on the car it doesn't have the load i mean even a transmission or a motor when they die yeah, and test the them,
2: quality of the remanufacture makes a big difference we that know does this, don't we? that does
3: too but even sure. if it's a good remanufacture it, it, even like even like an engine or transmission put on a dyno, it's not real time. I mean, no. there's certain things
2: you get in in the car and you go for a drive after 20 minutes. That's why we call a used engine real-world tested. Yes. <laughs> as long as long as it's documented properly and everybody knows yes. what's going on. All right, let's grab Frank in Chula Vista. Good morning, Frank. Hey, hi, Phyllis. What's happening? Listen,
5: uh, uh, well, it's been a while since you guys uh, worked on my vehicle because I don't drive anymore.
2: Well, start, start <laughs> but, uh, driving. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
5: I still haven't made an appointment to have you check out my truck, but uh, you were talking about electric here a week or so ago, mm-hmm. and what it would cost to charge it, and it got my interest up, and I have one of these uh, meters that you can plug in, like your refrigerator tells you how long it costs, costs to run it and everything else, uh-huh. so I went ahead and I hooked up my, my car to it. Okay. Now, I've got a fast charger, mm-hmm. so... Uh,
2: so you you, you got three, a you got a two twenty volt fast charger at your house for your your wife's electric car, correct?
5: Right, but yep. you know i i, I can't uh, I can't use that meter on that. It's only oh, one ten. So oh. I went ahead and plugged it into one ten. It took me six and a half hours to charge that sucker. <laughs> <thunder.
2: laughs> that that's not very efficient.
5: <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I don't drive that much, and because it's the little Nero, you know, it's, yeah. it's the uh, the plug-in hybrid. Uh, you only get like twenty seven miles on it. Correct. But at at uh, at uh, thirty four cents, at thirty four five is what we pay down here. Uh, I don't pay because I have solar, but uh, it came out to be about eleven cents a mile. Gotcha. But who who wants to wait eleven or six hours to do that? And if yeah. you don't have solar, it's not really worth it. You know?
2: Yeah. So well, so actually, check this out. Uh, to fully charge your vehicle at home, normally with a fast charger, because I, I researched all this stuff for this show normally cost around 10 dollars in electric cost at home
5: yeah well you're 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 talking about the big battery i've got that mine mine's only a you know it's a a plug in so correct so I, so, I, I can get mine charged in, in two and a half hours at the max.
2: Gotcha. And it's dead.
5: Y- exactly. And then I can only go twenty seven miles.
2: Exactly. So the cost yeah. is way less on that. But but yeah. it, average per if you took one of the regular cars we're talking about the EVs now is um, right. they, it takes about ten dollars when you plug them into your fast charger at home. That's cost. I'm going to get into the cost when you plug them into those credit card machines at the mall here shortly. But uh, um, that that was something that I found this so interesting that that's why i decided to write this show um, about this because there, there's a lot of things people think you know and, and and did you hear us talking about the carbon footprint of what it takes to make an ev right it's, it's oh, larger, yeah, the gas large sure so it's kind of crazy and, and but... i
5: didn't i didn't buy this thing to save the green
2: <laughs> no you bought you bought that car to make mama happy <laughs>
5: Yeah, Yeah, because we just do this little driving. You know, we're all in our 70s now, and we go to the grocery store, go see the grandson play ball or something, and then go back home again, you know? Perfect car for that.
2: Yep, perfect car for that. If you
5: remember, I called you. I said, how long can I keep gas in the line? Because I only, well, I've had it for (laughs) how long, and I've only filled it up three times, you know? Yep. So, you know, you (laughs) Yeah, that's what you're dealing with. But I think they should they should be pushing these things instead of the all electric cars. Yeah,
2: hybrids are yeah. hybrids are a great option. That's for sure. No question about it.
5: So. Well, I I think the plug-in hybrids because most people could use the plug-in hybrid. Mm-hmm. But uh just a regular hybrid, I mean, it sure gets good mileage, but then you you know, you're not going to be drawing all the electricity out like like a full Co- electric would be
2: correct. Correct, and you and it yeah. leaves you with options. You don't have to stop at a charging station if you uh, <laughs> uh, if you're on the road.
5: Yeah, when we when we did take it back east, uh, we saw charging stations at all these off ramps, but none of them were plugged in. Yep. <laughs> <We're working. laughs>
2: well, if they they get their wish, they're going to start being used yeah. more for sure. Yeah. So, Listen,
5: I sure enjoy your show, guys. I just want to share that with you.
2: Hey, Frank, uh, always great to yeah. hear from you. Thanks for giving us a shout, and you have an enjoyable Alrighty. weekend, my friend.
5: You too, guys. Carry thank, on.
2: Thank you. Bye, bye. Bye. So there you go, some good stuff. So, folks, we're going to really jump into more of this. I know we got a couple callers on the line, Fred. Now, make sure and hang on tight. Uh, give us a call 1-888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 uh today we're talking about evs and the cost of owning them and uh, how that works out for you we're happy to talk to you about anything automotive related you're listening to auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 and 96.1 fm we'll be right back after these messages Boy, we're having a fun show today. Here we are. <laughs> oh, I'm always here. Here I am. Here you are. Glad to be here. Yes. <laughs> Here's looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All more right. than you know. <laughs> yeah, more than I know. Hey, folks, I do also want to remind you, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries, the battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock or sell any other battery at the West Automotive Group, Um if there's an interstate available for the vehicle, that's what we use. They are the highest quality, and they are the number one worldwide recommended battery by technicians. So if you need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Get an appointment. We'll get you an interstate installed. If you need a battery for any other reason, man, they have batteries for everything. I bought my batteries for my battery backup. I just replaced them. The little light came on. It was beeping. You know, things always happen when I'm gone. So Brenda, my admin assistant, texting me she's like this thing in the server room won't stop beeping it's driving me crazy so i called kirk our network guy's like hey kirk the things beeping he's like i'll log on i can turn it off so he turned it off he's all the battery one one battery's low i was like okay when i get back i'll replace them and so i called interstate said hey ship me up three of those batteries they did they're like they, they're they like uh uh they're
3: little they're little they're, sealed batteries the uh are yeah, like
2: like for a scooter or something yeah um yeah Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think they're they're NICADs or something like but they're square. They're probably yeah. like, yeah, you know. They look like little bricks. Yeah. yeah. I know, so it, it holds three of those. So I put three new ones in there, and it, it was happy it stopped it stopped making noise. It's kind of like you ever notice a smoke alarms go bad at 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, that's annoying. That's it's when the battery
3: always, I'll be laying in bed, and all of a sudden, beep. And Why is it always 3 o'clock in the morning, and that thing starts, or 2 o'clock, or it's whatever it
2: is? It's when the 9-volt drops to the voltage level <laughs> that it decides to let you know. It's all good. All good stuff. Anyway, interstate batteries, they have a battery for every need. If you, no matter what it is, was my point I'm getting at. So if you need a battery for any other need than uh, automotive, just check them out at their uh, storefronts at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate batteries, a battery for every need. Truly, we're telling our battery stories, but they do have a battery for every need. So anyway, all right, Al, what's happening, my friend?
6: Uh, since we're talking total picture here, you want all the facts oh, and yep. the facts are the, the, uh, the electric vehicle that I had for a while before the, the mice got to it and destroyed it.
2: Wait, Al, what, oh, wait, what real quick, which electric vehicle did you have, my friend? What, what make a model?
6: I had a, um, the Mercedes, what what the hell was it called? I forget. Anyway, um, it was. Uh, y- y- don't you know what the Mercedes manufactured? I forget what it I, was. I
2: called. know who Mercedes is, but th- they've had different models as far as. Right now, the newest one is the EQS that they have that's all electric. But uh, that car is brand new. It just came out for Mercedes in the past year, uh, which is a yeah, remarkable car.
6: The Mercedes. It was it was it was a French it was a French cooperative uh, that they used too.
2: I don't remember what year was it. Do you know what year it was?
6: Uh, twenty fourteen.
2: Okay, I, I I'd have to go back and look, but I'll trust you. Was it full electric?
6: Yeah, it was full electric. Okay, so okay, it wasn't so a hybrid. The picture is, it had twenty moving parts in the engine, and a gas engine has twenty two hundred. Moving parts. Correct. So it would revolutionize the manufacturing industry, and it would revolutionize the repair industry too. So there are a lot of things to figure out. It isn't just the cost of gas and the cost of electricity, and and the green, the the greenery. That's a big big factor. I'm introducing there.
2: Oh no, I agree. There's like 35 more things we need to go through in this show if I get through it that are on on my show. I'm I'm not even close to done yet. So, there, there's there's oh. a, there's a lot in here. I do agree with you. There's all kinds of things to consider. You are you are 100% right.
6: Well, that's a huge that's a huge thing because it would revolutionize both the manufacturing and the repair.
2: Yeah, well, because uh they're not covered in the Right to Repair Act either. Which you may not know about. I don't know if you know what that is. Are you aware of what that is? No. So the Right to Repair Act is an act here in the in, in the uh United States of America that says manufacturers must supply information and part make parts available for purchase for aftermarket people such as us at the West Automotive Group. But yeah. full electric vehicles aren't covered under that. So oh, like, okay. like so like which becomes a problem not only for it's not only a problem for us for our business model. It's a problem for consumers. You have no options. If you own a Tesla, you go to Tesla for repair. You don't have any options. They Tesla doesn't release any of their information currently, and they don't uh, uh release any of their parts. The only outside vendor people that they use for Teslas is body shops. They are certified body shops for panel repair and all that. They don't do that in house. Everything else has to go back to a Tesla facility. So and and you might say, hey, that's a great model for Tesla. It is. Um, and you might say, well, that's a bad model for people like the West Automotive Group, and it is. It's also a bad model for consumers because as these vehicles come out of warranty, you have no options. It's market control. You will pay whatever Tesla wants to fix your vehicle, plain and simple, which does not work well for the consumer. So that's one thing to consider, too, in electric vehicles. So we were working on that. Well, but, th- but
6: Mine was a smart car. I'm a little slow this morning. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Okay, a little smart car. I know what you're talking about. Then, yes, sir. It was. Uh, I think Renault was part of that. Yeah. So, yep. Correct. Correct. So many things to go over. Now. Your
6: Mercedes to repair, though.
2: Yep. Yep. Well, we were able to get parts. So some manufacturers are supplying parts for these, and they're fine with it, as far as that goes. The information's a little slow, but now like Ford and all them, uh, they, they'll be. But I'm certain manufacturers of electric cars. Are, they're not supplying any information. So you'll, you'll have to wait and see. Once again, it it doesn't work well for the consumer in the end run. It's fine when the car's under warranty. It doesn't really matter. But, you know, so keep keep an eye on that and the right to repair and where we're going with that. That stuff all has to go through Congress, and we've been working on that stuff for years. So uh, just good information. All right, Al, thanks for but calling I, in, my friend.
6: And I loved it, and it was charged every morning when I got up.
2: Yep, great stuff, great stuff for sure. All right, stay tuned for the rest of the show, okay? All right. Take care, Al. Bye bye. So great uh, um, statements as far as with electric car. It was charged every morning if you remember to plug it in, right, Kevin? Right. <laughs> if you forget the, if you come home and forget to plug it in, not not a good scenario.
3: I see that. I see that happening to me once or twice. <laughs> <You did. laughs> Waking up, or or, 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 or coming ca- out of bed at three o'clock in the morning, like, oh my god, I never plugged the car
2: in. It's kind of like your cell phone. I forgot to charge it when I turned the alarm on. It's going to be dead and it won't wake me up in the morning. So all good stuff. I've done
3: that a few times.
2: <laughs> all right, folks. one 888 i am going to take uh, Fred real quick in Rancho Santa Fe. Good morning, Fred. How are you?
5: Hi, I'm, I'm great. I've got a 2007 Toyota Camry LEV6, and I've got 39,000 miles on it. Should I change the transmission fluid?
2: I would strongly recommend it.
5: Really? Okay.
2: Just ex- it helps it, it's the only thing you could do to keep the inside of the unit clean and and Kevin will tell you the true demise of of an automatic transmission is because there's small metal particles and clutch material that's released in the operation of this. It gets into okay. the fluid and it goes through the valve bodies. And what we're seeing with the metal that the aluminums and, and and soft metals that are used in making the valve bodies now, it's like it becomes like sandpaper dragging it up and down between the valves and solenoids and all that, and <laughs> and it wears it out. And then we get a valve that sticks and it burns up a transmission that causes pre- premature transmission failure. So all you can do for that transmission is keep the fluid clean. So we we usually recommend around twenty thousand miles. You do that, you can almost double the life of a transmission. Believe it or not, usually. Great, thank you. Nope. I'm on my way. Thanks, Fred. Have a wonderful Thanks. weekend. Thanks for listening. Bye. Be safe. Bye. Great question. Also, Back.
3: yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, what? I'm not one of those people that are big on if 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 your service is going to take it apart. Because you know what, honestly, I mean, oh, there, tar- is, yeah. there is some well, times where my- they're so
2: bad that it's going to make it worse, but it's already done at that point. My favorite thing is, like, I, I talked to somebody on a Lexus, and they're like, the dealer said it's a sealed transmission. I was like, yeah, sealed how? Everything's sealed, otherwise the fluid would run out. What I don't understand is why well, they... Wait a minute, everything's sealed, it has to be, or the fluid would come out all the time. Well, it's not
3: sealed, it's got a vent on top.
2: Like our, like our AMF Harleys, they weren't sealed. Oh, they just leaked all the time. Oh, that was how you knew your Harley was running. <laughs> but good. I know it's not sealed. I'm being funny. like if it wasn't. Sealed, if you don't seal something properly, it leaks all the fluid out, right? So there is no such thing as a sealed transmission. Nothing. All of them, the fluid can be changed. There is a fill spot now. There's no dipstick on new transmission. So you, as a driver of the vehicle, unless you're going to get it up in the air and drain the fluid and fill it properly, because we side fill or direct fill from the bottom, right? Right. And recheck when hot, etc. There's a whole procedure you need to go through the services properly. It's imperative to have it done by somebody that knows what they're doing for sure. Well, not only that, some of these. Don't go to a quick oil change and have your transmission serviced. Well, you can. Make sure you take one of our cards with you because then you can come see us about 3,000 miles later.
3: It's, it's kind of like a 2018 F-150. <laughs> to get the transmission
2: pan off it, you almost got the training half out. <laughs> it's true but i'm just telling well, you some of these new yeah in some of these like some of the zfs being used and stuff that the filters incorporated in the pan which makes the, it very pricey you yeah you throw the whole pan away but i'm gonna tell you something you think that servicing is pricey wait till you have to replace it or no, we re- because, re- remanufacture it for cause you because
3: most of those cars that have that one piece pan and filter deal they're either like a land rover or something like that yeah them things are to get a tranny put in one of those ooh. Yeah, call Land Rover or Jaguar and ask them how much they want to put a transmission in a car. It's like, Ooh. then Then come visit us, because we'll save you money. Because <laughs> then you'll think that $1,500 transmission service was cheap.
2: <laughs> exactly. All good stuff. A Toyota Camry, I don't want to scare Fred, because Toyota Camry doesn't cost near that. So don't, don't, It's yeah. No. Very cost effective to service that transmission. But no you know what? No.
3: If you're driving a Land Rover or Jaguar, let's face it, you sh- the car is expensive to buy in the first place. You should have money. Just because you can afford the car payment doesn't mean you can afford the car.
2: You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to afford the maintenance on it, too. So Either that or get rid of it before it goes out of warranty. Yeah, <laughs> you get that, too. Although we see too many folks that buy their dream car at an auction and can't afford to fix it. Seen a lot of that with BMWs over the year. Somebody that always wanted a BMW and bought a used BMW. Well, every time that car comes in for service or something's broken on it, it's not cheap. And they, I, they well, and I get it. I feel that. But but you bought the wrong car. Well, not only that. I had a good friend of mine bought a BMW and it, it sucked the plastic piece and bent all the valves. Uh-huh. You may not remember this. She's all, I always wanted one of these cars. I'm all, do you want it now? She's all, I said, let's get it fixed and trade that car in and get something else. Get a nice Hyundai, get a nice something that's not going to cost you and break all the time. Well, so let's face it. be in your yeah. Yeah. One of those things. So all right, onward and upward. 1888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related, me and Kevin will talk to you about. But let's get on with so we haven't got very far in this. So now for some of the items that do cost you. Even if you own an EV, you still, oh, this is the best one that I never even gave consideration to. You have to pay a gas tax. So, you know, do you know where you pay the gas tax at, right? That's every gallon you buy. There's federal and state taxes, which are supposed to go for highway repair, right? Like
3: 35 cents a gallon or whatever it
2: is. Okay. So I, I, I don't remember exactly what it is, but so, so even if you own an EV, you still pay a gas tax and you're like, well, how do you pay that? It's on your registration bill for each see, state. See, that's what I'm thinking, too. So listen to this. This is good. This is good. I was like, whoa, they get you. Somebody, well, See, somebody was thinking now that when they made EVs, which is the taxes you pay when the fuel you buy goes for road maintenance, basically. That's what the state and federal, those taxes are for a lot of it is road maintenance, right? Federal highway maintenance for the federal stuff specifically.
3: Well, I guess that's a good question because that was another question I was going to ask is uh, I don't even know what. The registration is on electric car right now. Well,
2: it varies just like any other car.
3: Yeah, but I'm sure it's really pricey if you're because well, you have to pay your taxes on it too. Most
2: right? states have now incorporated this as a line item on your registration for EV, and on several states, it's over two hundred dollars a year. They get back your gas. So that's so, not even wait, but but it gets better. Let me finish. Which is equivalent if you drove an F two fifty pickup truck that took gas. 50,000 miles a year, that $200 is equivalent to the gas tax that you would pay if you drove the F-250, gas guzzling F-250, 50,000 miles a year, the $200 is equivalent to that. So they're actually charging you more More. to own an electric vehicle. Of course. For the the highway tax. Works out good for the government.
3: So is the registration $200 more? Okay, but... Uh, uh,
2: not $200. It's $200 for the gas tax line. Forget the rest of the rest. I
3: know, reasons. like, I just paid, like, $386 or whatever for my 2500 HD. Because there's, like, a $150 but, weight fee on that But Because that's a truck. I know, but... Cars don't have
2: that. But and so Come on. I'm assuming, your Saturn doesn't have that.
3: Yeah, but I'm assuming... Yeah, but my Saturn was still $150. And it's a 97. Okay, so Or whatever it was. It was right in there, right? So... If I register my EV1 or if I register it in my electric car, you're just saying it's going to be about 350 bucks then because I'm going to have $200 and then my $150. No, it's going to
2: be more than that because it, California, for at least in California, California registration goes by how new the car is too. That's why If you why just buy a brand new EV, so it's but just like I, I have a 2020 Ford Ranger now. Uh-huh. The registration's higher because it's a newer vehicle. It goes down as the age of the vehicle. That that's that's with every car though. It doesn't matter well, if it's like a certain or not. thing.
3: Like my 2500 hasn't gone down and other than California keeps raising and lowering their 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 well, DMV stuff so it has gone up and down but it pretty much
2: stays the same now. The regular registration has gone down. The weight fee may go they charge a lot for weight on weight fees on trucks. Oh, it did go up this year compared to last fee, year. But yeah, yeah, so well, but it's because of that, not and and i mean sometimes registration does go up on vehicles but my point is um you're just looking at what you pay for that truck exactly it go as the age of a vehicle goes up the co- the initial registration goes down so so a, your truck right now the registration line the first line let's say it's $300 if you bought a brand new 2500 right now it'd be $900 right for that line forget yeah, but- the weight for just for that line i so. guess so
3: i'm wondering if you had a 2014 electric car because it should have settled down i mean it's enough years right but the gas tax doesn't change yeah but i'm still wondering what's a normal uh, not on brand new i get when they're brand new
2: they're really right really, know. i don't know but my point to this and the most important part is if you own a 2014 all-electric vehicle or you own a 2022 all-electric vehicle, the gas tax line, because they're all individual lines, just like anything. You get $200, just I, like my weight. Yeah, thing. yeah. I don't know that California's $200, but on average, when I read through this through the states, it was $200. So I didn't go check exactly what California is, but there's a charge for it. I want you to understand that.
3: I, no, no, but even like if I you I think
2: an- Georgia is the most expensive state I read when I was doing this. Like when it comes to the gas tax, federal tax line.
3: Like New Mexico, tex- Texas, they're all pretty cheap registered registration states but if you got an electric vehicle you're saying you're going to get dinged
2: 200 bucks well, they all more. charge this because it's okay. goes to freeway it has nothing to do with actually registering the vehicle it's them retrieving the gas tax that you're not paying because you're not going to the gas pump
3: okay i get it i get it
2: okay makes sense okay so i thought that was very interesting so when you think you're not part of the cost of gasoline you're actually paying for regardless um because the cost of gasoline a large like you said what is it 35 cents a gallon or something uh, it, it might be higher than that dude who I knows don't... but i'm anyway um so yeah um that's one thing a tesla started a new thing when you buy a vehicle they wanted to charge 400 for the high rate charging cable just the cable that goes to the car from from your high charger Forget about the cost of an electrician installing the the fast charger and all that stuff in your house. That's a whole nother thing. We went over that. That can range up to like ten grand, right? But the cables that come with it, they wanted to start charging for. Uh, some Tesla owners were kind of upset, so uh, good old Elon he lowered it to two hundred dollars over the purchase price for the cables. <laughs> for so it's. But you got to remember, those cables got to be pricey because they're copper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. They're true no it, it was raw materials i get it right but i'm just telling you the cost of it i'm our gas. i'm not here to defend or say that elon's i mean no i'm whatever. just saying elon's doing his thing
3: hey the gas tax 51 cents a gallon
2: in in, in uh in, te- in california 51 cents a gallon yeah that's a yeah there you go so for on a, that's what you pay at uh if you go to uh the pump yeah yes gotcha gotcha um there's a the cost of installing the charging station, which we've spoke about several times, but depending, like the the most interesting one was you want to buy an electric car and you live in a condo complex and they have to like cut the concrete out to your parking spot, put this thing on a pole. Da, 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 that's da, what I was wondering about all the people live in apartments. What's going to happen to all these people that live in apartments? I don't know. And I don't think the apartment. Well, be, well, they're not going to buy an electric car. Well,
3: No, there's a lot of people to do. And you know what they do?
2: They That's why they have all these charging stations. Are like, well, we're going to get to that. Just wait. But that's an inconvenience if you ask me. Yeah, just wait. So a full charge at home for your vehicle, like I said, is around $10 an electric cost. But to use a fast charger in malls, et cetera, places like that that have this fast charger, usually runs about $30 for, for four hours, which is a full charge on most of those vehicles. On a fast charge is four hours. Get this. It gets better. Now, if you leave the vehicle plugged in after a full charge... Some stations charge a dollar a minute. So if you don't come back and get your vehicle and get it out of the charging spot so they can, somebody else can plug in and they can get their 30 bucks, Uh they charge you a dollar a minute once the car hits full charge. Oh God. That could get expensive. Yeah. So if you're, you go an extra hour, that's 60 bucks. Yeah. Okay. So think about that. Other stations charge $20 per hour after the four hours additional instead of a dollar a minute. So in other words, if you left your car on an extra hour, it'd be 20 bucks more. Okay. so you paid the 30 to fast charge it you paid the 20 so this could get into a racket right if you leave so in other words you can't use those spots as charging as parking spots you leave your car parked there for too long even after the full charge so it gives you like four four hours of it but it's like 30 bucks so it's two-thirds more to charge your car at a charging station than it is if you have all the fast charger and all that at home the cost of electricity right there you there's that. EVs have a higher insurance premium. Do you know why? Why? Because the parts are expensive. Look at the, um, the cost of hybrid batteries on these. I mean, so, you know, Tesla batteries, crazy expensive. We talked about that before. But even like some of the like Fords and stuff like that, the batteries are like 9000 $12,000 for a battery. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm so, happy with my 97 Saturn. Correct. So, on average, insurance costs you $600 or more per year over a, a regular vehicle. So, versus a Camry versus an a electric Camry, let's say, or the electric component to a Camry versus a regular um, um, gas car, they, the insurance is over $600 more a year. So, keep that in mind. Um, this is the real big one. EVs are not covered by the Right to Repair Act like we talked about. So you as a consumer, you buy this vehicle, it goes out of warranty, you have very little options, especially Tesla, and some of the others are not. Either they're not providing parts to the aftermarket or information to fix them at this current moment, and they're not covered under the Right to Repair Act, whereas your gas and diesel vehicles and all those hybrids, they're covered under the Right to Repair Act currently. So that means that that manufacturers have to supply information like we use to fix your vehicles, so, and you might say, well, that, that's more of a, a people like in the automotive fields problem, but it's not really the reason why we fight this. It's a consumer problem. How would you like to buy something and you have no options to fix it? You have to go back to Tesla if you have a Tesla because they won't sell which parts means, to anybody. Which means they're going to control the price too then. That's my point. It's the point to this is they corner the market then and it's a monopoly. So that's why the right to repair act is important. And you as a consumer have options to go to whoever you want to fix your vehicle. See, I was telling the
3: wife last night, I'm like, I see all these companies going to like, remember EV1? They wouldn't sell it. They only leased it. Mm -hmm. Because even like Tesla, he's almost like on both sides of the gate. And I see Tesla doing this first them going to leasing everybody's cars because they don't want to get they don't want do you remember General was it General Motors that didn't was saying that that's our software and
2: they're like no 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 we bought the car it's ours now The only reason that won't work is because there's people that won't then go buy cars they'll still they'll just buy used cars continuously uh-huh. and they lose part of the market that's why they haven't closed there, there's all they would of, like to though wouldn't they <laughs> Well it would probably make them happy if they, if they could if they could force everybody to lease a car everybody mm. and nobody was buying cars that would make them happy i'm sure i could see
3: it with modular if, designs if, though
2: if, if i owned a manufacturer that'd make me super happy yeah you're controlling the market anyway all right folks i hope you enjoyed the show today i hope everybody uh joining in you know uh calling in and we do appreciate you missed you guys gone for a couple weeks here do appreciate you know sometimes we do have to record shows uh um for us to get out but uh we're here for for quite a few weeks now i'm gonna gonna run it out and we do appreciate you joining us what no vacations no. not for you my friend not for you no i'm just kidding you anyway uh everybody keep the rubber side down rubber side down and shiny side out oh rubber side down and shiny side up not out up. happy saturday happy saturday <laughs> stay safe you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the answer, San Diego, 1170 a.m. and 96.1 FM. We'll catch you next Saturday.